Hi, Chris Ruvo here for Counselor Magazine. Today we'll be chatting with David Klatt Jr. David recently took over as CEO of Top 40 supplier Bic Graphic. He has an impressive background as an executive, including time as CEO of AMP Global and president of the writing segment and specialty business segment at Newell Brands. David, thank you for being with us. Thanks, Chris, for having me. All right, also, let's jump into these questions here. So tell us, why did you choose Bic Graphic and, and the promotional products industry? Why was that your next big career move? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, it's uh, something I spent a lot of time thinking about. Um, I've been really familiar with the promotional products industry for a long time. You mentioned my background at Newell Brands, but I also had a big background at uh, Black and & Decker and DeWalt. Mm-hmm. And I was actually part of the team that helped uh, launch the uh, DeWalt initiative back in the 1990s. I was the first head of marketing and I led the product development effort there. And, you know, by the time I left it in 1997, it had grown from zero to a billion, over a billion dollars. Wow. And uh, it was interesting times. And it was a big part of what we did to promote the brand was the use of promotional products. Um, We had hats and t-shirts, obviously the uh, koozies, which I love that. That's part of the graphic now, the Koozie brand. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, but we were really concerned with, obviously, the, the color yellow and the look of the logo on there, the Dewalt logo. And, and, and it, was so, it was so popular and such a big piece of it. We actually, at, at some point, ended up being able to sell the T-shirts, hats, and Koozies and some of the other promotional products because of the, the power that they had, um, that the brand had and that the, that the products themselves had. So I've always had a great affinity for... Uh, the promotional product side of the business. Um, and then, you know, as I, as I look at the, you know, kind of the world today, you know, when you, when you think about advertising, um, and I, in my past I spent a lot of time with, you know, TV campaigns and print campaigns and spent, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have terrific TV ads, and then you'd say to the consumer, you know, focus group after, okay, what was the brand and what was the, you know, what was the product that was sold there? And they can't remember it. Right, they remember right. it was a cool ad, but they don't remember this. Sure. So what I love about the promotional products industry is that brand sits with you right in front of you. And, um, you know, and part of what I've seen is a trend towards uh, better value promotional products items, mm-hmm. things that people really want to put in front of you. Like, um, you know, since I joined the, uh, I've been. I just just finished doing a review of our Koozie brand. Um, you know, which mm-hmm. is you know obviously has a long history in you know, the collapsible um, you know containers for cans. But you know, we have a whole new drinkware line that we're offering. And I I started to see some of the products, and they're like brushed nickel and brushed aluminum. And and I said, you know, what else can you hold, what else could these things hold? And you know, the team here is like, well, you could put your coffee in, in the morning. And I. So the last two mornings, I've drinking my coffee out of it. And, <laughs> okay. and, you know, there's, there's the really cool Koozie brand in a you know double stainless steel with copper inserts, and it's just a gorgeous product. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, these are this is what helped me get you know why I've loved the promotional products industry and why I'm loving it even even further as we uh, as I moved into this role over the past couple of weeks. That that's awesome, and you actually anticipated one of my questions, which is, um, you know, you've talked a bit about expanding Bix product offerings and, and doing some more creative things there. Are there are there other things you'd like to point to that 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 might excite distributors? Things that you have in the works or products that are are already just kind of coming to market. You know, it's they're they're here, and you know, our product development efforts and marketing efforts are led by uh, Melissa, and she's just 
you know, a terrific leader of the group. And I, I'm actually just beginning to go through each of the product segments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, over the next two weeks, I'll go through through all of them. So whether it's the, you know, the stationary or the writing instrument part of the business, calendars, um, and then obviously the, uh, the hard goods category, which is probably the, the largest room and biggest opportunity for us at uh, Big Rapid to grow, given our strength within writing instruments and our strength within the uh, calendar business. So maybe on the next podcast, I'll uh, I'll pull a few more out. But I'd say <laughs> right go. now, literally just coming from the Koozie review, yeah, um, it'll it'll blow your mind where we're gonna where we're gonna take it. Um, we've already had a couple of distributors say to us, based upon the offering that you we put forward that they were going to switch some of their uh, Yeti offering. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. I'd love to see, and, you know, I, I, some of that's going to be based on based on the um, on the price, but, uh, but we're able to show better, equal or better performance to Yeti, some of the Yeti products out there within our within our Koozie line, and um, and they said that's an, it's a no-brainer for us to be able to switch some of the business over and give you guys a shot in that area. So it's very, very exciting. Yeah, Early days for me, though. I'm just, I'm just learning, Chris. Yeah, it's, it's, it, sound, it sounds like it's exciting times. And, and, and maybe, I, you know, I acknowledge you've been on the job a, a few weeks now, so maybe this isn't the fairest question, but I, you have talked about um, wanting to leverage technology as part of improving the customer service experience. Is there, is there anything in the works yet, or do you have a, kind of a general idea of where things might go? Sure. I mean, it, you know, another good question. Look at, look at the, um, the team here has already made, you know, significant strides um, combining technology and integrating with our customers and, you know, allowing our customers to have great visibility throughout the entire process. And which is critical for them and for their customers, you know, the, the end customer. So I think you're going to see more of that. I, I've had an opportunity this week already to have um, uh, lunch and some lunches and some dinners. I've got another one actually today with some of our top, top customers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, 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 the big thing they talk about is integration. The big thing they talk about is, you know, being easy to work with. Um, you know, when I, and I, what I'm exploring is what is, define that for me. What does that mean exactly? Mm-hmm. Is it related? You know, to your system, and then, and then ultimately to that end customer, which you know, we're, but we both need to service. You know, we obviously service it through the distributor, and they service it directly. So that's really what I'm what I'm focused on. And again, Chris, it's, it is early days. I'm eight days into my job, or nine, <laughs> this is the ninth, the ninth day, I think. But uh, but I'm learning a ton, and you know, and again, I'm having great. Uh, Great meetings with uh, with with these key customers, and and they're not they're not bashful in this industry, which I love. I'm getting I'm getting a, an unfiltered uh, view on it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, you know, we talked about some outward facing things. Maybe let's uh, take it inside Bic Graphic for a second. You've you you emphasized when your when your um, hiring was announced that culture is extremely important, um, and and that you want to build a strong culture at Bic Graphic or improve upon uh, the culture at Bic Graphic. Is there is there a way you can elaborate on that and, and tell us um, what that culture might look like and why it's important? Sure. There's, there's two things that are important uh, to me. And, you know, I, I was, I got about a 30 plus year history and, and uh, you know, two pretty big companies and then, and then some time and some smaller businesses. But the two things that are really important to me, and there's not a one in the number two, they're both kind of number one to me. First is results, you know, and it, to me it's doing, doing what we say we're going to do. So we make promises. Um, we hold ourselves accountable to those promises, um, and, and that's that's absolutely critical for what we're going to do here at uh, 
epigraphic. And then the, the other number one of those of those two points is culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the big thing for me around culture is um, being open and transparent and really direct with our, you know, as it relates to our, you know, our customers with them, but also internally with each other so that we're working truly as a team to, uh, again, with a common goal of being easier to work with for our customer base. Um, you know, I've, I've been able to do that in my past that, uh, some of the larger companies I worked at, but the last company I worked at was Amp Global, mm-hmm. and it, there's a lot of similarities, believe it or not, even though it's in the vehicle aftermarket business, but we were able to accomplish just that, making it easier for our customer base to work with us. Amp, Amp Global's got uh, 22,000 customers. We've got 10,000 SKUs. Mm-hmm. Our average order size average order size was a couple hundred dollars. Um, eerily similar wow. to what we have here at, uh, at Big Graphic, and, and again, we were able to... Uh, really transform that company. And I would make one last point. It wasn't me. I, I, I think my role is freeing up the organization to do that. Gotcha. Uh, in, and that's what happened at AMP. And, and I, what I see here at Big uh, Graphic is that that underlying desire to to really do that for our customer base. You know, you know, there's terrific people here. Um, and again, it's just going to be freeing them up to be able to you know, execute upon what I think they would have uh, executed on and what they have been executing on over the past couple of years. I got you. You've been you've been really generous with your time. So last question here, um, kind of a, a broader perspective question. Uh, you've mentioned that you see opportunities for organic growth and and given some of the things that are going on at BIC, we can we can see why that is. Um, you've also mentioned that you think the market might be ripe for growth by acquisition. Um, what is it that you're seeing out there today that makes you say, you know, this this might be a good time to grow in that way? Well, I mean, it's it's a large market, right? It's you know it depends how you define it, but it's north of twenty billion dollars, and it's highly fragmented, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think everybody funnels the information into you guys, and you you publish a lot of neat reports that we get to look at. So, I think there's an opportunity for whoever builds the right platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and that platform really is to you know take care of the you know, the customer the right way to make it easy to work with. Um, easy to find what the suppliers need, you know, suppliers have to offer in, in uh, Asia. And then, um, you know, with that great platform that you have built, add other businesses onto that platform that maybe you don't currently have, you know. So it could be product categories, it could be technology, it could be geography, it could be customer bases, things like that. So that's why, you know, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on us being able to, you know, we're going to work on building that platform and then, you know, figured out what's right to add to uh, to that platform, and and you know we can do it organically, which we'll do some of that, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of a lot of it will be done through uh, through M and A. We've got real good support with uh, HIG as our the private equity firm that's backing us, and um, you know they're familiar with the space. They've uh, they've done you know they're they're you know twenty five billion dollars under management, so they're largely they great resources to be able to. Uh, to, to fund the you know the initiatives that we want to take forward here to you know to build this from a really really good company into a to a great company. Well, David, thank you so much for the insights and and, and your candor. I I appreciate you sharing so much with us, and just best of luck on the job. All right, thank you, Chris. All right, thank Go you. So, all right, all right, thank you so much.